0: How is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down podcast where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Today, we welcome you guys back to our week two pregame show. We're going to be breaking down everything you guys need to know for Bears versus Giants in the Soldier Field home opener. Welcome back to the show, guys. Uh, I would like to say, as you guys know, uh, stick around till the end uh, in this one. We're going to be making our picks at the end of it uh, after we go through all of our weekly coverage. So let's just hop right into it. I am your host, Chris Malpe and today I am joined with both of my co-hosts today to preview the Week 2 matchup, Parshaw and Jalen McClinton. How's it going, fellas?
1: Doing pretty good. I haven't been on the last couple of videos as I've been busy grinding with some midterms and stuff like that, but here we are uh, a couple days away from the um, Bears-Giants home opener. Uh, I'm excited.
2: Yeah, same here, too. Um, we're getting a, a, a big player back in our defense. I'm pretty sure we'll talk about that later on the podcast. But um, cut one or two days away until week two, and, um, you know, it's the home opener for Soldier Field, even though there won't be no fans, but just watching our Bears in Soldier Field, you know, gets me excited. So that's about it, though.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's start this one off by taking a look at the Giants' injury reports. Uh, now, the Giants haven't put out an injury report for Friday, by the time we're recording this video. So we're going to base it off of their uh, Thursday report. Uh, Golden Tate was limited with a hamstring. Tay Crowder also limited, with, or uh, actually had a full practice with a hamstring. Uh, defensive back Adrian Colbert was limited with a quad. So it looks like the Giants are going to be pretty healthy heading into week two, but we do have to talk a little bit about them because uh, I got a couple comments on the Meet the Opponents that came out on Wednesday, and uh, people were commenting, what were your guys' thoughts on the Giants? Uh, we were so focused on asking questions to Patricia Trina that we forgot to give uh, our thoughts ourselves. So, you mean I mean, you look at the Giants uh, and, and how their week one panned out. Saquon Barkley uh, held to only six rushing yards on 15 attempts, yards per carry, Daniel Jones also turned the ball over twice, Uh, and then the Giants defense uh, wasn't too great either, Uh, allowed Ben Roethlisberger to throw three touchdowns, Uh, so Parth, I want to start with you, Uh, taking a look at the Giants, what are your thoughts heading into uh, what they present uh, in week two?
1: Uh, they're not they're not a good team I'm going to say they're not a good team the Bears should win this game we saw the Giants often struggle heavily against the Steelers defense the Steelers defense is one of the best defenses in the league but I think the Bears are in that category I do think the Bears defense is being underrated Uh, they did not have a good week one but I expect them to bounce back Chuck Pagano himself said none of the coaches none of the players were happy with how they performed in week one and they are making sure that they will be able to bounce back week two so if we look at it from the Giants offensive standpoint, they have Saquon Barkley and uh, Darius Slayton, who had a really good game in week one. Um, so those are the two guys that I think the Bears need to focus on stopping. You know, Daniel Jones, if you can get some pressure to him, he does struggle with the fumbling issue that he has. He is also a turnover machine. So if you can get the pressure to Daniel Jones, I think you're fine. And then if you look at it on the defensive standpoint, they had a lot of injuries going into the season, a lot of players that aren't even going to be able to play this year so I think that helps out the Bears especially Mitchell Trubisky and that defense isn't that strong either Uh, they don't have that strong of a pass rush as we saw Big Ben come off of a you know an elbow injury uh, and surgery and everything after a whole entire year of not playing and come back and basically shred that defense and we also saw Benny Snell um, get over 100 yards on that defense so something for David Montgomery to also look out for as well.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, you take a look at the Giants, uh, they do have some solid pieces. You know, Will Hernandez, uh, Kevin Zeitler, and Cam Fleming up on the uh, offensive line. Evan Engram, another piece that can take off uh, and surprise you every once in a while. Darius Slayton, Sterling, Shepard, two wide receivers that are definitely underrated. Uh, We saw Shepard last week go for the lone two scores of the game. Uh, Obviously, they added the first-round pick, and Andrew Thomas uh, also picked up Xavier McKinney, but he's not playing. He is hurt, uh, and then you take a look down their defense. There's some talented talented players as well. Uh, Logan Ryan, obviously, Jabril Peppers, James Bradbury make up that secondary. Uh, Blake Martinez, someone they brought in uh, to be their linebacker. Uh, also have Dexter Lawrence and Leonard Williams. But I do agree. I think the Bears should win this one. Uh, you know what? You got you got uh, the Bears are going to have Robert Quinn back this week. It's looking like that after he was a full go on Friday. Um, I'm hoping he'll be back. Uh, it's still up in the air. It's questionable. Uh has said he's playing. The Bears are going to have to force pressure on Daniel Jones. I think they can do that. Uh, possibly not like the Steelers were able to, but uh, still at a pretty effective rate, uh, and I do believe uh, that the Bears will be able to get this one done. Obviously, you'll hear my score prediction later, but uh, the Giants, uh, you know, uh, they're a team that struggled last week. I think they're going to struggle again in Chicago, uh, but still... Uh, you can't overlook a lot of the players on their roster. So, Jalen, uh, what do you think about these New York Giants?
2: Well, you in part basically covered out. You know everything that I was gonna say. Um, as, as long as we can get pressure on Daniel Jones, he is a he is very in, not turnover prone. He tur- Two two interceptions um, against the Steelers that you know were, were huge for the Steelers and you know basically helped win, the, win them the game. Especially a big pick that he threw in the red zones. Uh, Cameron Harry. he basically lobbed up the ball for some reason and uh, it was a bunch of Steelers players around and, and you know Cameron Harry was able to get the interception. Um, if we can do what the Steelers did and hold Saquon to under ten yards and. And you know, hold him to averaging less than half a carry. Um, this should this should be a, a huge win for us. Um, you know, the only really person i worry about, you know, Saquon is still a very good running back. Darius Slayton was able it was able to have over 100 yards and two touchdowns against Joe Hayden and um, the Steelers corners and stuff like that. But um, if we if we can, you know, like I said, hold Sa- hold Saquon and not be able to to open up the play action game with Daniel Jones and get pressure to him. Um, this should definitely be a winnable game for us.
0: Yeah, uh, so now we're going to head into our three key factors uh, segments of the pregame show. This is where we each uh, share what we think is the most important positional matchup factor. Uh, in this show, uh, or uh, in this game. Uh, So I'm going to start off by saying I I think the most important matchup in this game uh, has to be the Bears' defensive line versus the Giants' offensive line. Uh, The Bears are looking to get Robert Quinn back. I I do believe after being full participant uh, on Friday that he will play this weekend. The Bears are going to have to try and emulate what the Steelers were able to do uh, in getting to Daniel Jones. They only sacked him three times, but you could tell he was pressured up in that pocket a lot. Uh, Pocket did collapse a lot. We also saw, saw Saquon Barkley uh, shut down like basically he's never been before in his career. Uh, I don't know if the Bears are going to be able to do that to a pin uh, after a week one game where they allowed, I believe, some something around 400 yards. Uh, so you know what? Uh, I, I'm not quite sure uh, what the Bears' defense is going to be able to do this weekend, but it's going to be very important uh, for them to get to Daniel Jones. You can force him into some bad mistakes, uh, you can force him into some turnovers, and if you shut down the run game, which is going to probably be the most important uh, takeaway from this game, is what is the Giants' run game able to do? If you can shut that down, uh, I believe that uh, you're going to be able to put the ball in Daniel Jones' hands. And sure, he has shown in the past that he can make some throws, but uh, he, he still is very mistake-ridden in the NFL. Uh, and I think uh, the Bears' defense will only uh, get opportunities as long as he's throwing the ball. So shut down the run game. Uh, Robert Quinn back should be able to open up this defensive line in this front seven a lot more. Danny Trevathan uh, had a press conference today and says he 100,000% needs to be better in Week 2. So if this Bears defense uh, can take over the Giants offensive line, uh, that's definitely a key factor that I could see uh, helping the Bears win this one. So Parth, what uh, what do you think is a another uh, matchup uh, that the Bears need to take advantage of this weekend?
1: Oh, I'm going to go with uh, Trubisky versus that secondary. Um, the the Giants secondary was, wasn't, was I'd say, as good as I thought they would be in week one, especially with stopping Big Ben coming from his you know 16 games and not playing. But Big Ben was able to carve up that defense. Uh, Juju Smith had two touchdowns. And then if you look at Deontay, Johnson, the Steelers' backup wide receiver too, had almost 60 yards as well. Um, so I expect Trubisky to have a big game here. Um, hopefully he can carry over that fourth quarter that he put together in Detroit and bring it to Soldier Field with him and basically play that with all four quarters. Uh, that's something we want to see out of him before we all jump into that tra- Mitch Trubisky train. I really want him to play well for all four quarters and I feel like if he can do it against the New York Giants, it definitely boosts his confidence up even more. And if you can do that, uh, if you can bring that into bring that energy for the Bears, I think it'd be a great great thing for this offense. Uh, the Giants' secondary isn't the best. Like I said, um, Allen Robinson can prove himself to get that 18 million dollar 18 million extension that he wants right here um, by having a big game against the Giants' secondary. Same with Anthony Miller, you know, continue his fourth quarter that he had, uh, and then hopefully we can see Jimmy Graham and Mitch Trubisky connect a couple more times. I thought they were. Uh, dealing in the fourth quarter Uh, they were getting they were getting their timing right so if they can keep going that'd be awesome and then hopefully we can see a deep pass to Darnell Mooney who's been racking it up receiving a lot of media attention by the Bears fan pages and Bears reporters right now especially because of the broken tack he had two broken tackles on three catches which is something very something to very look out for
0: yeah uh you know uh, the Bears' wide receivers will have the third easiest strength of schedule uh, this weekend uh, per Pro Football Focus. Basically means that uh, the Bears' uh, wide receivers will have the third best chance uh, out of any team in the league to be able to put up big numbers in Week 2. Uh, we saw Juju Smith-Schuster, 69 yards and two touchdowns. Also, uh, three more Pittsburgh Steeler wide receivers had 34-plus receiving yards. James Washington with 34 and a score. Uh, the rookie Chase Claypool as well as Deontay Johnson, as Parth recently mentioned. Uh, and then Ben Roethlisberger had a passer rating of 117.8. Uh, I think if Mitch came out of this game with something like that, uh, we wouldn't have any room to complain whatsoever. So, Jalen, uh, if you can switch it up, please try to do so. But what's one matchup that you could see uh, telling the tale in this game?
2: So I actually was going to go with, you know, Mitchell Trubisky versus the giant secondary. But to switch it up a little bit, I'm going to go with, you know, Darius Slayton versus our secondary. Because in my opinion, especially if Golden Tate doesn't play, Darius Slayton is really the only offensive weapon they have um, when it comes down to the receiver. Um, If we can stop Saquon Barkley and and make Daniel Jones rely on Darius Slayton, who he you know relied on him last game, like I said, he had over 100 yards and two touchdowns against the Steelers' secondary, and the Steelers have a, have a very good secondary with Joe Hayden, uh, Steven Nelson, and Micah Fitzpatrick and stuff like that. So, um, if we can shut down Saquon Barkley and be able to contain Darius Slayton, doesn't don't let him get open or you know have that many catchers and stuff like that, then. Um, We're basically taking their whole offense away, and at that point, you know, we we won't have that much to you know stop because I'm not. um, To be honest, I'm not very worried about Evan Ingram. He had a terrible game. He dropped catches, was getting blown up. Um, you know, by the by the serious front sevens and stuff like that. So, um, that's probably going to be one of my. Key matchups and stuff
0: like that. Yeah, we saw Evan Ingram only have two catches for nine yards, but Darius Slayton had 17 yards per catch in a game in which he had six receptions for 102 yards, also two touchdowns with a long of 41. Uh, So that's going to be quite important. Uh, Stopping him is something that Patricia said earlier this week uh, was going to be important, Uh, so that's definitely another key matchup. Heading into our Fan mail Friday segment before we obviously make our picks at the end of this, we're going to answer a couple of more questions you guys had from us. So first, heading over to Instagram, this first question is from roko g caruso 22103 3 on instagram and he said which bears receiver do you think has the most yards in this game and do you think they can keep up the overall team's yards per catch in week one now that's a very good question because the bears in week one did have 12.1 yards per catch uh at the wide receiver position so uh, a lot of the gains were pretty big gains uh and most of them generally would be for a first down uh so you know what uh i, I gotta say that Allen robinson has the best game i mean how can he not Not only is he going to have uh, a good matchup this week with someone that's probably going to end up being James Bradbury or Logan Ryan, uh, but uh, there's holes in this Giants secondary, and while it may be logical to go with another wide receiver having a big game here because uh, the Giants secondary only gets weaker as you go down the depth chart, uh, i got to go with Robinson. I mean, how can you not? Uh, We saw everything that went on with him this week, all the drama. Uh, The Bears uh, don't tend to be a team that feeds into drama and stuff like that. But we saw uh, Alan Robinson, uh, per ESPN's Dan Graziano, wants an $18 million contract this offseason. Uh, he wants that Tyree Hill money. The Bears want to give him something around $15, 16000000 i I'm hoping they can uh, you know, find uh, some sort of middle ground in between. But Robinson, uh, I feel like it's the perfect setup for him to have a big game and for him to show that he really needs his contract. Uh, we know he's Trubisky's number one target. Uh, he had 74 receiving yards last, uh, last game in Detroit. Uh, we did see Anthony Miller do a little bit better with 76 receiving yards and a touchdown, but uh, it, it's a pretty point-blank choice for me. Something just tells me that Robinson is going to have a good game. Uh, he's definitely motivated. He knows how much this team wants him here, and he's got to go uh, show out and earn that contract uh, that he's so very much hoping for. So I'm going to say Allen Robinson does keep it up. And against the Giants secondary, that's weak. Uh, I do think the Bears have a a yards per catch of, uh, you know, I would say 10 to 12 yards uh, as a team. So uh, I'm going to go with yes, and I think Allen Robinson definitely has the most receiving yards and is the biggest stat stuffer in this game. So Parth, what do you think? Do the Bears keep up uh, their impressive yards per catch in Week 1? And who do you predict has the biggest game uh, in regards to the Bears' receiving corps? (laughs) Uh,
1: I think think we will just because of how much we're passing the deep ball uh pff put out a quarterbacks who threw the most deep ball so i think they considered 15 plus yards and trubisky was second on the list with nine deep balls in week one already uh he was under aaron Rodgers who threw 10 and above guys like mahomes and watson so that's something to look out for you know i think Nagy's trusting mitch to throw that deep ball a lot more and i think Trubisky's a lot more comfortable throwing that deep ball as well. His accuracy has definitely gotten better, in my opinion, from what I've seen, especially in that fourth quarter and parts of the third quarter. And even early on in the game, I mean, he was he was throwing it to to their palms. I mean, Jimmy Graham, that was a pretty deep ball that he had. Uh, I think it was just a missed time by Jimmy. So there's a couple uh, throws that could have even improved the stat that the Bears have about their deep ball. But I'm going to go with Anthony Miller. I think Miller is been really impressive ever since week 10 of last year um he's basically almost averaging 80 yards per 75.6 yards per game since then and uh, i think he keeps it up uh, i think anthony miller's bound to have a big year if he can stay healthy um and be a great receiver for the bears as the year goes on
0: yeah uh definitely a good pick i think we can all see anthony miller breaking out here in 2020 uh you know a player who improved his route running and uh You know what? If he he can stay healthy, uh, it's going to be a good year for him. Uh, Mike Furry, or excuse me, Joe Judge, uh, the coach for the Giants earlier this week, said that uh, you could put Miller on an island with anyone, and uh, he would probably come down with it. So uh, the Giants coaches obviously realize uh, what type of a threat Anthony Miller is, and we saw it in the game-winning touchdown last week against the Detroit Lions. So I'm going to pass it on to Jalen. Uh, Jalen, what do you think? Uh, Who has the most receiving yards in this game? And uh, in regards to yards per catch, do you think the Bears have another successful day in the air?
2: Definitely. um, Like I said, I'm not very, you know, scared of this Lions. Not Lions. Giants secondary. Um, They released their former first-round pick, DeAndre Baker. Um, They did sign Logan Ryan, who's a very, you know, he's a, you know, a, a good corner in his league. He's, he's done a lot for the Titans and um, obviously the Patriots when he was with them. But other than that, um, they don't really have anybody I'm afraid of. Um, last year they had Corey Ballantyne, who was like a fifth or sixth round draft pick. Um, and last year's draft against Allen Robinson um, in 2019. And Allen Robinson actually um, like killed him. I think Allen Robinson like six receptions, 130 yards and a touchdown or something like that. So we were able to pass it on him pass it on them, uh, um, you know, last season, um, and I wouldn't be surprised if we did it again this season. Like I said before, I'm not really scared of their secondary, and um, as, as far as the deep ball, um, like Par said, you know, Trubisky was throwing the ball, that, like, deep down the field, and he, he wasn't afraid to do that, so I, I wouldn't expect him to, you know, change it up. Um, as long as he can, you know, accurately throw it down the field and give the receivers a chance to actually catch it, um, I, I don't see him changing that.
0: Yeah, let's answer one more question before we get into our score predictions. This first one's from Talon565. What's your Robert Quinn stat prediction if he plays? Uh, you know what? Uh, I think it's a big game for Robert Quinn. We brought him in to do what Leonard Floyd couldn't, which is to win one-on-ones. Uh, he might still be a little bit hobbled, as well as Khalil Mack, who is limited throughout the week but said he's going to play. Uh, but you know what? Uh, I think in his debut game for the Bears uh, against a Giants, D line that's, or a Giants offensive line that struggled last week. Uh, I think we could give Quinn somewhere around uh, five tackles, and I'm going to give him a sack as well. I think it's a a good, productive game for everyone there in the Bears' front seven, uh, and I think Quinn definitely gets in on the action. So, Parth, what's your prediction uh, for Robert Quinn in this game, and do you think he gets his first sack?
1: I don't know how much playing time he's going to have, especially since he's coming back from an injury. So I'm not going to give him a sack as much as I'd love to see an impressive debut. I think he'll get a lot of quarterback pressures and help up Mac get his first sack of the season. And hopefully Mac can get a couple more, if anything, or get that forced fumble that he had just like last year off Daniel Jones. And I hope to see a Hicks also get another sack. That'd be nice to see as well.
0: Yeah. I mean, we're also assuming that Robert Quinn is going to play. Uh, we obviously saw last week, Miles Sanders for the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, was limited all week in practice until Friday when he was a full participant and still didn't play in the game. Uh, I I think he's probable. Obviously, you can't list players as probable anymore in the NFL, uh, so that's why he's questionable. But I would sure hope that he plays. Jalen, what do you think? If Robert Quinn is good to go, uh, because we're kind of jumping the gun on it and just uh, thinking he's going to play. But if he is good to go, uh, how do you predict that he'll do in week one or two? Excuse me.
2: Um, if he is good to go, which I definitely think he will. He, in his press conference, he he said he, he was feeling good and he was excited to get out there with you know, the rest of the defense. Um, The Giants' O line got absolutely killed by the Steelers. I know I, we keep saying this, but, like, they, they actually were. Um, I think the Steelers got three sacks. And, like I said before, they, the Giants were able to run the ball with, with Saquon Barkley. So even when Robert Quinn, you know, My being banged up him and Khalil Mack, I I still expect them to each get one sack um, at least. Um, As long as we can constantly get pressure on Daniel Jones and have him throw bad balls to our secondary, have opportunities to to catch him and come down with him um, for turnovers, that's all that matters to me.
0: Yeah, and now uh, I guess it is time to finally make our predictions for Bears versus Giants. Uh, Jalen, I'm going to pass it right back to you. Uh, I'm going to hand you the baton. How do you think this one is going out?
2: So before um I actually give out um, my score predictions um like when you were like talking and stuff like that I went back to last week um our score predictions against the Giants and uh actually part of Lions. Like the he... Lions Lions <laughs> I think I said the Lions but You said the Giants <laughs> You said Giants <laughs> I meant the Lions, excuse me. Uh, Parth actually got the closest. He actually predicted the amount of points we had, which was 27. But um, he gave the, the Lions 21 points, and they obviously had 23. So, And then me, me and Chris both said 24-14. Obviously, I, I hope that would have been the score um, when, you know, had a heart attack mid-game. But, yeah, so. Hey, we're all 1-0. For, for, oh. yeah. oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, for this week, um, like I said, this is definitely a winnable game for the Bears as long as they play their game and don't let the Giants get ahead of them like the Lions. Did last week. Um, like I said, this is this obviously be a winnable game, so I'm going to go with 21-14. to, to 14. Yeah, I'm going to go 21-14. Hopefully we can you know stop the Saquon Barkley and not be able to, to let Daniel Jones kill us in the air or on the ground because uh, Daniel Jones is actually surprisingly very athletic.
0: Yeah, uh, you know what? Uh, I got a gut feeling that we're going to crush him this week. Uh, I-, I got a feeling the Bears are going to put up 30 points. Uh, you know, we, we saw them go one and one with the Giants the last two years. I think the Bears take advantage of a Giants offensive line that has had issues, uh, a Giants defensive secondary that has had issues. I'm gonna go uh, 31 to 21 Bears. Uh, you know what? I think the Bears get the run game going. Uh, I think Trubisky uh, continues to take snaps under center, but also uh, can emulate the play action pass in this game uh, more than we've seen in the past. And uh, once again, I think. Uh, these Bears wide receivers eat. Uh, so I'm going to go 31 to 21 Bears. Uh, and if the run game is going, uh, I think uh, David Montgomery also gets a score in this one. So uh, three passing touchdowns for Trubisky, uh, a rushing touchdown for Montgomery or someone, and then uh, maybe throwing a field goal is there, uh, in there as well to, to make it 31. Uh, so 31-21 is my prediction. Uh, I've got the Bears winning this one and being able to slow down Daniel Jones enough to pull ahead in this one. Uh, Parth, what's your score prediction for Bears versus Giants?
1: I'm going to have the Bears putting up 27-17. Uh, I think we can put up another 27 points against this defense. Uh, I would like to see more. Uh, I wanted to go with 30 as well, but I'm going to let you be the optimistic guy and try to get the closer score prediction. Uh, I think Trubisky can have another great day with two touchdowns and hopefully we get a rushing touchdown by David Montgomery. Uh, that would be awesome to see. I think Montgomery has been playing really well. Uh, he played really well last week, last week, especially coming off of an injury. And if we can keep doing that, uh, it'll just help out the play-action game. Uh, Matt Nagy wants to use the play-action game a lot more. So a great day for Montgomery equals a great day for Trubisky. Um, so let's, let's, let's run it.
0: Yeah, that'll pretty much do it for our Week 2 coverage, guys. I would like to say before you go, uh, be sure to tune in to our channel right after the game. Uh, we're going to post instant analysis uh, to the Week 2 outcome, uh, regardless of win or loss. So uh, be sure to come back here for our post-game show right after the game. It should be up. If you want more content from us, you can head over to our website, BearedDown.com. We're posting columns, articles, and blogs on there almost every day, giving you guys a ton of extra content. If you want to find the podcast on social media, you can follow us on both Instagram and Twitter, at Down. And finally, you can find the links to all of our social media fan pages on Instagram down in the description. That's definitely worth checking out as well. Boys, the talk is over. It's time to play. The Bears are looking to move to 2-0 on the season for the first time in what has to be a long time. I have no I have no idea what year uh, the Bears started 2-0 last in, but uh, we all picked them to win.
1: Any last words? We better win. I'm going to be really upset if we don't win this one. Uh, I was on the verge of ups, uh, tears, basically, last week. If we lost, that would have been painful to see. Uh, the Lions fans would have definitely shoved it up us um, the NFC North would have definitely called us the weakest team and I feel like a lot of national media was against us as well so it was great to just prove them wrong and just make a statement I feel like we're still being doubted uh, Jason La Confora and Mima Kynes both predicted the Bears to lose this week so that's something I hate I hate Jason La Confora I mean that guy has something after I mean Bears. hey they uh, both he... they both picked the Bears uh,
0: to lose last week so, uh,
1: so as long as they keep so picking us to lose again. yeah so, exactly yeah, we keep proving keep proving people wrong uh i love i love being the underdog just like 2018 in 2019 there's a lot of pressure on the bears so if we can just be you know uh under under recognized i feel like the bears are gonna do much better that way
2: yeah like what i said i would have cried if we would have lost to the Lions. i talk so much stuff to Lions fans we went on a podcast right before the game and i was talking stuff to the people that were interviewing us and people in the comments and if we would have lost it would have been you know Way ext- extremely bad for me, and the same thing with the Giants. I've been talking <laughs> stuff, the Giants fans all over Instagram and stuff like that, saying your team sucks. Saquon hey, Barkley, you know, had less than 10 yards. How do you even do that? But, um, yeah, w- watching football after your team wins is-, is way better than watching football after your team takes a loss. So, that's all they bear down.
0: Well, Jalen, thank you for saying talking stuff and uh, remembering that we do get
2: monetized now because uh, <laughs> <yeah>. well, <laughs> you know, I would have yeah, definitely, you know.
0: <laughs> well, uh, Jalen didn't say it, so my final words are the Bear's about to get that bread. It's been a pleasure to be your host. Once again, my name is Chris Malpe. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the entirety of our week two coverage. If you have made it this far in the podcast, if you are on YouTube, do us a favor, smash a like on this video. And no matter what platform you are on, if you want Bears content every day of the week, do us a favor and subscribe. Bears fans, the time to talk is over. It is time to take the field and see if the Bears can start off 2-0. and We're just as excited as you guys are, so let's get right into it. That's about it for us, guys. As always, stay safe and bear down.